You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Father, we thank you for yet another podcast episode. We thank you that you are gathering listeners to this podcast because you have words of encouragement for them. You have prophetic utterances that you want to share with them. You want us to get in full agreement with your heart and with your mind. And you want us to be participants in what you're doing in this planet. And so, Father, I just pray that this would be a divine appointment for everyone that's listening today. And that, God, it would be confirmation for questions that they've been asking you. It would be strategically providing next steps for people and that you would use it to to direct their steps, Father, to impart wisdom, to renew their minds, to challenge them, Father, in the areas where maybe they just are not quite believing that you are as good as you are. And so we just surrender, Father. We surrender our agenda to you today for this podcast. And we say, speak through me today. Think through my thoughts. I offer myself as a living sacrifice. And just have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Lead and guide us into all truth and show us things to come. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well... It has been an interesting January. (laughs) By the time you guys get this podcast, we will have inaugurated a new president. We will have survived a very tumultuous couple of weeks heading into the new year. And what I know, depending on your position and all of that, uh, it can be a a time where we can get easily distracted and easily focused on the things that are going on in the world. And we can lose sight of heaven's reality. We can lose sight of what Jesus is asking us to do in this coming year, what he's asking us to do as far as our assignment in the kingdom. And it's just easy to get our eyes off of the prize. And, you know, the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 3 talked about how he had to forget the things that were behind him and stretch towards the mark of the prize, of of the high calling. And this forgetting of the things that lie behind, I can tell you, when you come out of a year like 2020, you know, that can be more than a uh, a, you know, one-time sit-down. And when we are dealing with so much division and so much uncertainty and so much fear, really, in the things happening in the world today, it, it can feel like, honestly, an impossible task to forget the things that lie behind. But I want to challenge you in today's podcast to take one of maybe (laughs) the biggest steps of faith that we can take in this hour. And that is to make it a daily practice 
to stay in peace and make it a daily practice to partner with God to think on the things that he is asking us to think on and to stand for the things that he is asking us to personally stand for. And it's my observation that we may be focused on standing for things that we cannot personally impact. And while there is absolutely a place to pray for our leaders and pray for our government and pray for the things that are happening in the world, especially if you're called to be an intercessor and especially if, you know, God has laid it on your heart to pray for those things and to stand for those things. But I don't want us to miss standing for our own personal destinies and standing for the assignments that God has given us and the personal impact that we are called to make in the world. Purpose, I say this a lot, is not like a side dish. It's, you know, it's not something that we add on to our life like we add on you know, maybe a workout routine, or we add on just the different areas of our lives that seem to preoccupy our time. Purpose is, the, is a principal thing in our lives. In fact, besides surrendering our life to God, I would say it is the most important thing in our lives. When we get to the end of our life, there's a lot of things that we're going to look back on our life and a lot of things that we spend energy and time on that possibly are not the most important things. What's going to matter is just a couple of things. Did we learn to love? And did we fulfill the purpose For which we were born. And I think when the circumstances are in, you know, in the world are at at their loudest, it is the most important time to refocus on our personal purpose and our personal destinies. Because the kingdom of God is expanding regardless of what is going on in the world. There's a wonderful scripture in Isaiah that says, of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. And when Jesus, right before he left his disciples, when he commissioned them, he said, go and make disciples of all nations and teach them basically the things that I've taught you. And so there is a kingdom expansion project that is going on in the world in spite of what is going on in the world. And when things look the most bleak, when things look the darkest, that is actually the most 
strategic time for light to shine. In fact, it's much easier for light to be seen in darkness. The darker it is, the easier it is to see the light. And you are the light of the world. And you have a strategic part to play in the Father's kingdom expansion project. And I can say this. Most of the things happening in the world are beyond your and mine personal control. Yes, we can pray, we can, as the Spirit leads us, and that is, that is powerful. But there are things within our control and things within our sphere of influence and things that are pertaining to our personal purpose and our destiny that we will be held accountable for. You and I obviously will be held accountable to pray for the things that the Father's asking us to pray for. But really, even more than that, we will be held accountable to do the things that we were called to do. When I look at the life of Jesus, his focus was not on defeating the Roman Empire. Was it an evil empire? Was there corruption? Were there, was there oppression? And again, please hear me within the context that I'm sharing it. Yes, there were all those things in the Roman Empire. But Jesus' singular focus was on doing what the Father was doing. It was on his personal destiny. It was on going to the cross. It was fulfilling the work that the Father had given him to do. And the reality is that if each member of the body of Christ was committed and equipped and prepared to do that like Jesus did and and was focused on doing what the Father was asking them to do and was focused on fulfilling their personal purpose and destiny, well, then the Father's corporate plan for the planet is going to come to pass. And each of us doing our part is a strategic part of the overall plan. Think of it like an army that is going to war with many soldiers and many companies and multiple generals and multiple strategic advancements and military campaign campaigns that are working as you know part of an overall strategy to fulfill their mission. Well, that is a lot like the kingdom expansion mission that the Father is executing on the planet. And you and I, all of us in the body of Christ, are important. And we have a part to play. The vision of us being a part of Jesus' body, being called the body of Christ, being members of, of, of Jesus' body, 
is a very powerful picture of how the kingdom of God advances. Because Jesus is the head, and a head needs a body in order to advance, in order to move forward. And so it takes the collective members of the body all doing their part for that body to be able to advance, to be able to move forward. And so for Jesus to be able to move in the earth the way that he desires to move in the earth, it requires his body to be connected to the head and doing what the head is doing. And when we have members of the body that are not in the right position, not fulfilling their function, and not, I want to say, doing their part, it, it, it immobilizes or it hinders Jesus from being able to do through his body and go where he wants to go using his body the way that he wants to do it. Every one of you that is listening to this podcast has a purpose. There's a a very powerful scripture. I I talk about it quite a bit in Ephesians uh, chapter 2 in verse 10. And I like to read it in the Amplified Version because it amplifies some things that are very powerful. But in Ephesians 2.10, let me read this to you. In the Amplified, here's what it says. It says, for we are his workmanship, his own master work, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, it says spiritually transformed, renewed, and ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. So this scripture tells us that we are his work of art, we are his workmanship, and that we were, in some translations, re, says, recreated in Christ for good works. And that God prepared these works ahead of time, that there are works, there is work to be done, that you were recreated in Christ to do. And beloved, that should occupy our focus as much, definitely as much, if not more, than what is going on in the world. Because the solution to what is going on in the world is going to come from the body of Christ moving Jesus forward and doing what Jesus wants to do in the world. And so I want to help you refocus today. Refocus on the things that ultimately you can control that you are going to be held accountable for and that are ultimately going to matter when you get to the end of your life. Thank goodness Jesus focused on his mission. Thank goodness that he would not allow the things going on in the world around him to deter him from his ultimate mission. In John 17, Jesus says this, Right before he's going to the cross, in John 17, you know, he's praying 
to the father before he goes to the cross. And he says this in verse 4. He says, I have glorified you down here on earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. And then he says, verse 6, I have manifested your name and revealed your very self, your real self, to the people that you have given me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and you have kept and obeyed your word. And so what I am sharing with you is that Jesus was focused. He was focused on the work the Father gave him to do. And he was focused on the people that God had called him to serve. Ultimately, he served humanity, but in his earthly mission, He was focused on those he was called to minister to. He was focused on those from the house of Israel because that was his assignment. And as much as the whole world, even in his earthly ministry, needed what Jesus carried, he was faithful to do what he saw the Father doing, and only that. And he found his peace not from anything external, not from the religious leaders of his day, not from the government of his day, but from his intimate relationship and union with the Father. He was focused and he was at peace because he knew who he was, he knew why he was here, and he was not he did not allow anything else to be his focus in hebrews chapter 12 it says for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross he despised the shame and so this focus that jesus had is the focus honestly that can completely shift and transform the way that you go through your everyday life. One of my team members and I were talking about how, you know, a hundred years ago, people didn't have the access to the information that they have today. You know, maybe they got the news, I don't know, however often a newspaper was printed back then, maybe not even a hundred years ago, but even before that. But we are so inundated with information now, it is easy to get distracted. It is easy to all of a sudden have your thoughts be hijacked with whatever the crisis is of the day. And, beloved, I just want to encourage you. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who would say that this is irresponsible. But I want you to recognize that I am talking to you today about an eternal perspective of your life. Turn it off. I'm not saying be completely ill-informed, but I am saying that we have to guard our hearts and we have to think on things that are lovely, that are pure, that are of good report. We should be so focused on the beauty of Jesus and the wonder, wonder of the gospel 
and what Jesus has accomplished on the cross. And we should be so in alignment with our purpose and the plan that God has for us that we don't have time to engage in anything that isn't on the Father's agenda for us each and every single day. You know, Nehemiah, when he was rebuilding the wall, there was a lot going on around him too. And when people tried to get him to come down off of his assignment and from rebuilding the wall and come and deal with what was going on, he said, no, I'm not coming down off the wall. I'm not coming off of my assignment. And I'll tell you, we have a huge purposeless problem in the body of Christ. And what that means is that it's like we have handicapped Jesus's body. And Jesus is not able to fully accomplish his plans and his purposes because his body is out of position. It's out of alignment. And so you discovering your purpose, you saying yes to the call of God on your life, you fully surrendering to how Jesus wants to use you to serve others, to minister to others, that is your part. And it is the most important work and use of your time that you can commit yourself to. And so for those of you that don't know your purpose, if you've read my book, (laughs) you know that I tell you that one of the most important steps that you have to take is that you have to commit to discovering it. If you don't know your purpose, if you are not clear on what your purpose is, meaning you can articulate it in one sentence, then your purpose right now is to find your purpose more now than ever. In the darkest of times, how much more is your purpose needed? And beloved, because I coach people every single day into discovering their purpose, and then of course when they know it, into fulfilling their purpose, I can tell you that whatever it is, it is so much bigger than what you are aware of or that you could even ask or imagine. Because your potential is Christ. And all things are possible if you can believe. And so you have the potential to display the glory of Jesus in unfathomable ways. And we, the planet, need you to do that. We need you to get into agreement with who God's created you to be. We need the works that God pre-planned before time began for you to do. And you don't even have sometimes a clue. We don't have a clue about the impact that, that our lives can make. And so if I'm talking to you today and you are not 100% clear on your purpose, I, I'm imploring you in the presence of God by the power of the Holy Spirit to shift your focus to shift your focus off of the darkness, off of whatever the enemy might be doing, off of whatever it is that you are perceiving or thinking or hearing about the things going on in the world, and to shift your focus back onto Jesus and to discover and answer one of the most important questions 
that, that you're ever going to ask an answer, which is why are you here? What is your purpose? What is your part? What role are you called to play in God's kingdom expansion project? Who are you called to serve? When people ask me that question, I can answer it. I can answer that question in one word. My purpose is transfiguration. My purpose is to transfigure the body of Christ so that the body of Christ lives in union with him and Jesus is revealed through them. That the glory of God, that is the inheritance in the saints, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory, is revealed to the world. That Jesus is seen for who he really is because his body is a perfect reflection of his glory, of his love, of his grace, of his mercy, of his gentleness, of his goodness, of his kindness, of his patience, of his self-control. And I can tell you, because I am clear about that, I don't, I have very little time to focus on anything except that assignment. That assignment gets me up in the morning. That assignment causes me to keep going when there's all kinds of things happening around me. It it compels me. It compels me to serve the body of Christ. It compels me to stand through anything. And beloved, I am no different than you. You have a purpose. And your purpose is as strategic as transfiguring the body of Christ. It may look different. You may not have a call into ministry. I don't even, you know, it's not so much what you're called to do. It's that you do it with all of your might. That you do it with all of your heart. And part of that means being where you're supposed to be, doing the work you're supposed to be doing in this year, in this season of your life. In Ephesians chapter 5, there's a great verse in verse 15. It says this. Well, I'll back up to 14. It says, for this reason, he says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine as dawn upon you and give you light. Verse 15, therefore, see that you walk carefully. Living life with honor, purpose, and courage. Not as the unwise, but as the wise. Sensible, intelligent, and discerning people. Making the very most of your time on earth. Recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity. And using it with wisdom and diligence. Because the days are filled with evil. You know, when the Apostle Paul wrote this, he said, the days are filled with evil. So evil being in the world is not a new thing. There was evil (laughs) in the world in Moses' day, in Abraham's day, in David's day, in Esther's day, in Nehemiah's day, 
obviously in Jesus's day, in the Apostle Paul's day, there is evil in the world, which is why we must shine. And we can get so preoccupied with the evil that we completely miss what God is asking us to do. And, you know, it may seem insignificant when God says, take food to this person or go back to school for this or write this book or whatever whatever the instruction is. But I want you to start to think about your obedience and the impact and the ripple effect that it has. It's, 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 it's like, it's a chain reaction. When you, when you give what God's told you to give, you, the impact that that gift has, regardless of whatever that gift is, time, resources, money, the impact of that gift is so much greater than what you may recognize. It's kind of like, it starts a chain reaction. If you've ever been like at Starbucks and somebody pays your, you know, your drink when they're at the drive-thru in front of you and then you're like, oh, wow, that was incredible. And then you, you start to pay it forward. And, and so not only is it like a chain reaction that your obedience affects something that then affects something that then affects something, but also think about it like in a military operation. What if one of the soldiers doesn't, fulfill their orders it impacts the mission cause the mission to fail because things weren't operating according to plan and so I just I just can't say it enough beloved that yes there's evil in the world it's going to be that way (laughs) until the fullness of Jesus is manifested on the planet and everyone sees him as Lord. But we are alive now and we have a very short amount of time to make the impact that God purposed in his heart for us to make. And so our daily obedience, our daily peace, our daily actions are important. You know, when I, when I look around sometimes, I see people in just such a place of fear and anger and offense and hopelessness. And, and I'm talking about believers, guys. <laughs> I see people just completely preoccupied with politics and what's going on in the world. And I want to tell you, there is a whole nother reality. It's called heaven. And heaven, there's so much that God is doing right now. There is so much hope in heaven. There is so much peace in heaven. There is no offense in heaven. God is not surprised. God sees it all. And he's not 
behind schedule. He's not losing the battle. He is working. He's working, as it says in Romans 8, 28, all things together for good. I mean, if the enemy would have known, he wouldn't have crucified Jesus. The, the, the evil will not prevail. And the part that we have in demonstrating who Jesus is to those that we're called to serve is important. It's important. So my practical instructions as I wrap up today's podcast are this. The preoccupation of your mind is meant to be Jesus. The preoccupation of your thoughts is meant to be heaven's reality. Your peace is not found in any other place except the person of Jesus Christ. He is our peace. And he is our peace in any storm. He is our peace in any prison. He is our peace no matter what is happening in the world. So get preoccupied. Shift your focus to Jesus. And then, beloved, please, for the sake of the world, discover and live your purpose. Make Knowing your purpose, living your purpose, and fulfilling your purpose, your priority. Make the most of this time that you have. Because the days are evil, you are strategic. You are important. You have a part to play. Your potential is Jesus, and there is a move of God that the Father wants to release through your life. So, Father, I just pray for every listener today that is in need of shifting their focus, that is in need of peace, that is in need of getting on the path to purpose with blinders on, where they're not looking to the right, they're not looking to the left, but they're looking to Jesus. And they're following the spirit that lives within them, step by step by step by step into their destiny. Father, I pray that you would enlighten the eyes of our understanding, that we might know the hope of our calling. And that we might perceive the greatness that is, in, is inside of us right now. The greater one that lives in us. That we might perceive the Christ in us. And the power that is in us. The same exact power that raised up Jesus from the dead. And I pray, Father, that we would be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Strengthened with all might to do your bidding. That we would surrender fully to the call of God on our lives. And that we would be so preoccupied with heaven's agenda and what you are doing, Father, 
that we wouldn't have time to be preoccupied with anything else. Father, I release peace. Peace in the midst of these turbulent times. Peace in the midst of all of the uncertainty. And I release supernatural provision. I release all of heaven's resources, Father, to put every listener on the path. The path that leads them to getting to the end of their life and being able to say the same words that Jesus did. I have glorified you down here on earth, Father, by doing the work that you gave me to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose he created you for, then visit us at shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.